0: Welcome! Y saludos amigos!
1: A nuestra presentación, Revenge of the Pod, presented to you by the Room 303 Network. Uh, I am your host, Luigi, and this is my co-host.
0: Jason, what's up, everybody? Glad to have you back. Sorry, man, I got a little is that a is that a revenge of the pod shirt that I see?
1: No, you said this before. It's just a shirt that says revenge, but it uh. works.
0: Oh, <laughs> <That's amazing>. oh, <laughs> am I bad? <clears throat> I, yeah, like, so- I thought
1: and I was you like, we're listening kidding. to the audio. I'm wearing a shirt that says revenge on it, and Jason just stopped dead in his tracks and stared. I was like, Did I say something wrong? That was, uh, was a distraction. I apologize. Don't worry, Jason, I wouldn't make a revenge of the pod shirt and not not at least show you the design or something first yeah yeah
0: fair enough fair enough i was about to be a little upset (laughs) Um,
1: you good good, dog we are a pop culture pod dedicated to movies shows music pop culture of course a little bit of sports um but let's get into it jason we've been away for a minute we did do the end of year uh year in review with the room 303 network but it's been a it's been a moment since it was just us. How you doing, man?
0: Oh, doing pretty good. Yeah, we pre-recorded <clears throat> all that stuff. So, um, Christmas had gone by. New Year's had gone by. I got to see the family, which was cool. Um, I got a I got a switch uh, for Christmas. Shout out Jamie for that. It was dope. <clears throat> so I got a switch now. So <clears throat> and already be, already broke it in. Um, New Year's kept it chill. Smoked a brisket. Uh, well, a brisket flat came out a little dry, if I'm being completely honest, but um, still really, still really good. Just uh, hoping to make it maybe juicier next time. Uh, made a smoked queso mac and cheese. Oh, fucking fired you. Um, what about you, man? What did you do for the holidays?
1: Dude, I would have to say that I did, I did a lot. Uh, okay, let me just run through it. So my students had their last day. Uh, they had a Christmas celebration where they sing to their parents, you know, one of those. And then all the kids pretty much went home after that. So we had very few kids left, uh, but we still had to watch them. And got to go home a bit early because I had to watch Katya. She wasn't feeling so well that day. And then she got out early, so I definitely had to watch her. Uh, then I had a friend come in, Eric, friend of the pod, EPE, Eric from room 303. My mom came into town. My brother's wife came into town. I got to meet one of my cousins. It was, it was a lot for Christmas. I went out to eat to a lot of places. I tried snooze, uh, very good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed eating at snooze. Uh, went to this place called Tokyo Cowboy. That's a local spot here, fusion, Japanese and American barbecue, but it's like, uh, Upscale, I guess, upscale cuisine, very good. You can ask Eric about it. He definitely enjoyed that one too, Jason. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else. I smoked a turkey for New Year's. I also smoked a bedenil. I did a smoked bedenil that was like orange bedenil. Uh But back to New Year's, I smoked a turkey, and then I made a flan for the first time. It was my mom's flan. Uh, it came out pretty good. Pretty good. I made a mistake here and there, but it still tasted good, uh, and everybody destroyed it, so I'd say that it wasn't too bad. Uh, Those are just a few things I did, man, Uh, but let's let's get into some of the things that we have on the news for us. So I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute. Jason, are you aware of public domain?
0: Mm, Kind of.
1: Okay, so public domain is when a work, uh, any kind of work done by an artist, it becomes uh, available for anyone to copy or redo in their own with their own imagined version, right? Uh, in the United States, it's about after a hundred years now. It used to be sixty, but corporations uh, pushed it back, and certain artists wanted it pushed back because they wanted the rights longer. And this year, there's One very notable and a couple of other notable public domain appearances that are now available for anyone to make stories with, starting with the biggest, which would be the Steamboat Willie version of Mickey Mouse. That is now public domain. Black and white Mickey is available for people to use in their own stories however they so choose. His image, his likeness, the story itself, all available to use There is already a horror movie, a slasher movie, in which the slasher has a mask of Steamboat Willie Mickey. There's also a game that is coming out with Steamboat Willie Mickey in it as well. There is Peter Pan is now entering public domain. Tigger from Winnie the Pooh is entering public domain. Uh, Charlie Chaplin film, which I'm assuming also includes his original likeness, is public domain as well. So we've got we've got some big ones, Jason. Uh, do you expect to see more of these Steamboat Willie or Tigger? Maybe there's going to be a Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey Part Two with Tigger in it. Uh, what are you thinking you're going to see now?
0: That yeah, I mean a hundred years—that's kind of a lot, you know. Using the likeness for it, but I, I have heard about that—that that, um, people are going to be able to use a uh, um, Mickey Mouse as it's going to be public domain. So I didn't know it was just the Steamboat Willie one. So uh, that's interesting. But, yeah, I mean, I don't really care too much about it. Yeah, if we, you know, if they're going to pop up in, like, games and stuff like that, that's cool with me, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty interested to see what they do with these characters. I know they're going to go crazy with them. Uh, people have been trying to use Mickey Mouse for decades now because he is so iconic. So I know they're going to go wild with this one. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of uh, dirty cartoons, like Family Guy, just take an aim at uh, Steamboat Willie Mickey, although Fox is already owned by Disney, so that's probably something that can easily happen now anyway. South Park, I assume, will also use Mickey Mouse's likeness. So I'm excited to see what kind of interesting things they use for it.
0: They've used Mickey Mouse before in some of their shows. South Park? Yeah.
1: I haven't seen it. I've seen it on Simpsons. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah, I've seen it on The Simpsons, and that's it.
0: Yeah, they 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 showed it. They showed Mickey on, on and he was like the head corporate of Disney, and like it's they, they were making fun of it. It's, it's it's you know like uh very aggressive CEO <laughs> pretty much. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't know if they make fun of even more. I mean, they've made fun of Disney already again with the Kathleen Kennedy stuff, you know. So. Um, and be, even before that, so kind of interesting to see what, you know, I'm, I'm sure South Park will make fun of it even more now. So
1: I'm interested to see if they do, a if anybody does a reimagining of Steamboat Willie or makes a, a long form version of the short cartoon. Uh, I know that they're definitely going to do a lot with Peter Pan. I can only imagine how people are going to rewrite Peter Pan stories. They've already been doing it. They've just had to pay right now. Yeah. It's free. Now it's free. Now you can do it for free, guys. Anybody who wants to make a Peter Pan story does not have to pay any royalties. So definitely interested in seeing how that goes. Uh, You got any news for us, Jason?
0: Yeah, man. So uh, fantasy football is is over and done with. So congrats to all the people that play it and won a championship. Um, I was in nine this year. And uh, guess how many I won? Zero. That is correct. (laughs) I mean, I mean, although I made five uh, playoffs uh, out of my nine leagues um, and um, got booted. uh, I felt like every time I played uh, in the playoffs, I had to play against uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, in each playoff round and I got knocked out each time. So I wish I would have played him in the championship game because he ended up getting hurt and didn't score that much. And I probably would. And I would have won. I was looking at the scores. But yeah. And then. um, college football, Texas, uh, ended up losing, uh, last night. Uh, and then I'll asleep towards the end. And I was pretty tired from the, the three day weekend. If I'm being completely honest, I woke up and like, shoot, we lost. I, I tried staying awake, dude. I was just so tired and, um, fell asleep wearing like my Texas gear and I was, I woke up and I'm like, Oh shit. Uh, didn't mean to fall asleep, but, um, I don't know, man, hopefully they do better next year. But, um, proud of uh, how far they went this year so uh, that's just some news uh sports news other than that i don't really got much uh, quick news for you
1: yeah so uh i will say one thing uh the cowboys have a chance at a number two seed with some luck and bad officiating so i'll take it uh for what it is and hope for the best so go cowboys we'll see how that goes in the playoffs uh russell wilson speaking of football russell wilson getting benched by the broncos that's jason's team uh jason what you thinking about russell wilson getting benched is it on is it all
0: on russ no man i kind of feel for for russ honestly although i'm a broncos fan i'm like been pretty pissed with him this year although he's hadn't been playing bad like if you look at his uh, qbr rating and stuff like that it hasn't been bad it was i think on par or better than uh patrick mahomes so but mahomes been kind of shitty so Uh, it's just, they wanted him to restructure his, his contract. Um, apparently had reached out to them after we beat Kansas city, which, and which I think there was like still like nine games left. Um, and then we went on that winning streak, but they had asked him to restructure his contract for, uh, the injury clause, because he's going to get paid no matter what, even if he gets injured. So they were scared that he was going to get injured. So that's why they decided to bench him since they realized they weren't going to make the playoffs anymore. So they decided to bench him in order for them to save some money. Because uh, in case he gets hurt, he can just automatically get his money no matter what. So they wanted him to restructure that, and I don't know, man. It just kind of sounds, which kind of sounds like they may not be moving forward with him next year. I I don't know, but he seems pretty upset. Um, I think he's handling it really well. Um, I'd be pretty pissed too if they come up to me and ask me uh, to restructure my contract and uh, for for my injuries. You know, I was like, no, we we signed on this and it was guaranteed. I'm not gonna restructure that. Fuck you. So I don't yeah. know, man. I, I kind of feel you kind of did him dirty, bro. Of all
1: sports too, the one of the one of the most contact heavy sports are asking you to restructure over injuries. No.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm like, Mm-mm. so yeah. I, I feel for him. I, I, I kind of sided with him on this one. But at the same time, like, well, I guess we're drafting a quarterback next year in our first round. So um that, that kid from Washington looked pretty good last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know who we're looking at. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens, man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he he played okay, but it just wasn't enough. Um, we start off pretty shitty, went on a winning streak. Um, who knows, man? We'll see. All right.
1: All right. Well, fair enough. We're going to move into some trailers because we've got quite a few. So we're going to rattle these off, guys. It's the new year. We've got some stuff that's coming out within the next few months, all from January to May. So we want to give you guys a preview of what's coming up in 2024. Uh, First off, Book of Clarence coming out January 12th. So that's really soon. That one is starring Lakeith Stanfield. Um, It is based on a story in which the idea is that this guy wants to – he sees Jesus Christ – getting all these followers and he wants to do the same thing so he runs pretty much a scam so that he can get followers and people to pay him and give him things uh the way they gave Jesus Christ things uh, he even goes as far as to ask if he can become a disciple uh, and gets into some some pretty big trouble for it so I'm interested in seeing it looks like a comedy uh slash i don't know partial action Right. Not exactly where I would throw this movie, but definitely has a lot of comedic elements. So I'm interested in watching that one. What about you, Jason?
0: Yeah, those uh, those fake miracles. Right. Uh, <laughs> kind of making kind of poking fun at uh, the Bible and like the, the Jesus stories of like the miracles he was creating. He's like, I can do that. So he started making fake miracles as well so he can get popularity. Uh, very uh, interesting take on it uh, as far as uh, the stories about Jesus Christ and stuff. So uh, very interesting.
1: All right. So that's one. We've also got uh, Love Lies Bleeding starring – gosh, what is her name? I cannot believe – oh, my gosh, from Twilight. Jason, help me here.
0: Uh, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, this one looks like – I'm not really sure what to think of this film. Uh, But Love Lies Bleeding stars – Kristen Stewart and um, oh, this is killing me. I need to be better about this. And Katie O'Brien, which I think she came out in. If I'm not mistaken, she came out. I don't. I don't want to say that she was the one who came out in. She uh, came uh, out
0: in uh, Quantum Mania, also Mandalorian. Um...
1: Oh, I was thinking Arrested Development. That's not the same person at all. Okay, <laughs> fair <enough>. go on. <laughs> Quantumania, Mandalorian, and what else?
0: Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, the other Ant-Man. Oh, uh, she came out in all the
1: Ant-Man movies. Okay. Yeah. okay. So she's pretty buffed up in this film. Dude, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah she, is, she <clears throat> is jacked. And then it looks like she might have like some kind of superpower. Because in some of the scenes, you can see that she also, like, her muscles grow in the scene. So I'm wondering what that's about. Uh, But Love Lies Bleeding is about, and this is from Google. So Lou is a reclusive gym manager who falls hard for Jackie, an ambitious bodybuilder who's heading to Las Vegas to pursue her dream. Their love soon leads to violence as they get pulled into a deep web of lose criminal activity which looks like it deals with uh drug dealing and then she turns on her dealer at some point not sure why exactly that happens it looks like it also has some comedic elements but if anything this is this has to be a dark comedy a 24 film um it's definitely got like a romance element to it and gosh i would say like a dark like a thriller thriller thriller, uh, element to it as well so I'm not sure what to think of this one, but it definitely looks interesting. A24 comes up with some crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that's the reason why I was like, because if I'm being completely honest, uh, when I went to go see a movie that we're going to talk about later, um, <laughs> we saw this trailer and then I looked at Jamie and I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I want to see that. I don't know what, I, like, it just didn't really catch me in the trailer. I'm like, yeah. And there, there's quite a bit of movies that we saw, uh, trailers that we saw for the movie that we saw, and it was a lot of me just being like, mm, I don't know, I'm not sure about that one, you know. So, um, not saying that I hated it, but it's just like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. So, but it's 824, so I don't know, they, they do come out with some good stuff, they've been hot lately, so um, I mean, it might be worth a shot, you know.
1: Yeah, and at the very least, looks very original, kind of like Poor Things, which I haven't seen yet. That movie looks – I don't know what's going on in that film, but I want to find out. I want to find out. So I, I'm definitely going to at least give it a shot. I don't know if I'll see it in theater, but I might I might see it when it's available to rent. Um, all right, next up. I know you you did not express interest in this one. Civil War coming out April 26th. Directed by Alex Garland. I always uh, remember Alex Garland because he pretty much, he's not credited for it, but he pretty much directed the entirety of the Dread film after its director walked out, but they still gave him credit. They still gave the original director Mm -hmm. credit. Um, So I loved the Dread movie. Me too. I'm interested in seeing what he does with this film. It's the idea that the United States is broken into factions and are in the middle of a civil war in which California and Texas are the Western states of the United States. and like, that would never happen. Yes. Texas and California would never team up. Although the two most populated states with a lot of resources and big uh, economies, if anything, could do some damage. Uh, I know that in the preview they even mentioned there is a there is a Florida faction as well that is not part of that so I know that there's multiple factions in the Civil War. Nick Offerman plays the president. Definitely interested in watching this one. This I like dystopic films, so I, I'm interested in watching that. I like disaster films. Uh, this kind of feels like a mix of the two.
0: Yeah, and a, another A24 film as well. Um, I'm excited to see uh, Jesse uh, Plemons. Uh that dude can play some evil character. So I wonder if his character is evil. Uh he looked, he looked, I think that was probably the best part of the trailer that I saw was his his scene. He's like, I was okay, like, well, where I was, are you? yeah. but like, what we're American. Yeah, what kind of what, what kind? And I don't know. Just that scene looked very intense. Uh Kristen Dunce is in it. Uh, like you said, Nick Offerman. Uh, some other people that I don't really know uh, too much of, but uh, you know, it looks interesting. Again, just another one that I saw, I was like, I just don't know how I feel about that. Um, But again, that one scene, I was like, it kind of caught my attention. Like, it's one of those where I think I might just watch when it's available um, uh, on streaming platforms, if I'm being completely honest.
1: All right. Uh, Next up, Furiosa, May 24th, starring Anya Taylor-Joy. I know Jason's probably very excited about this one because he loves Anya Taylor-Joy. This is a continuation of the Mad Max saga Although it is a mm-hmm. prequel, the story of how Furiosa becomes who she is. And
0: loses her arm.
1: <laughs> and loses her arm. So this will be a definitely, uh, this will be one of the big films of 2024. Everyone's going to be talking about it. You're going to see lots of commercials for this one as it gets closer. Uh, I'm sure you're excited. Jason, what do you think of this preview?
0: Yeah, the trailer looked sick. Um... I, I, I don't know I, I I love the first one uh well not the first one but you you know the reboot version uh with uh Tom Hardy uh loved it love the character character Furiosa. um and just kind of showing uh that old evil villain of how like him in the young version and like how he's he takes uh those women as his hostages and uh to, to birth uh to birth them uh not birth with them mate with them and stuff like that so I, I want to see how she gets trapped into all this and stuff and how she loses her arm um, and, uh, Chris Hemsworth is, is in it as well. Uh, pretty, pretty solid cast, man. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, Nicholas Holt is in it as well. So, um, if you remember, he was in the, he's the one that sprayed his face and like, uh, was teamed up with, uh, was, uh, teamed up with, uh, Tom Hardy. I think that was his character, if I'm not mistaken. In? In the first, uh, uh, uh Mad Max movie, uh, with Tom Hardy. Nicholas Holt? Yeah. He was the one, the, the bald kid uh the one that uh used yeah used him to, the one that used tom hardy to put like blood and stuff
1: i i'm sh- yeah i mean he's in it i don't remember him in that film but
0: really? I, I just
1: every time i see nicholas Holtz, i think of the beast in uh yeah. x-men films <laughs> yeah you can't recognize him
0: yeah <laughs> he like shaved his head and he, he's all white and stuff like 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 those uh those evil dudes um, oh, okay, minions and stuff, yeah, yeah. Minion, I forgot, I forget what they're called, but um, yeah, he was, he was that character, I, I liked his character too. Um, but yeah, um, I'm kind of excited to see like how it builds to this and you know, um, a uh, furious, furious, uh, sto- uh, side of her story, so it's gonna be interesting,
1: yeah. Definitely interested in watching that one. Next, next preview that uh, I saw was Godzilla and Kong, the new empire. April, uh, April 12th, yeah, theaters, in theaters. Um, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. If I'm being honest, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Does it look good?
0: I mean,
1: no, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. If I'm being honest, it looks ridiculous. It looks like they've just gone too far with these movies um gabby was like why are they still making these movies i was like they're gonna be making them forever babe they've been doing it since the late 50s these guys ain't going anywhere they're not going anywhere well actually since the 30s for Kong, but yeah i'm hoping that i'm pleasantly surprised because i do love i do love monster movies it just looks like they're going uh it's already pretty unbelievable to have these giant monsters, but then watching you, really? it, it, it just, it just, I mean, Kong's got a metal glove, like a metal boxing glove. There's orangutans now. There's a whole world under earth with giant creatures.
0: Oh, uh, wasn't that Godzilla
1: can out sprint King Kong now? Apparently. So, yeah, a lot's going on in that one.
0: I don't know, man. The Godzilla looks pretty cool, bro. He's all pink and stuff. Like, I don't know. It looks interesting.
1: I mean, it looks like it'll be a fun uh, popcorn summer movie.
0: Yeah, man. That, and that's all thats all you can hope for for this movie. Did I enjoy the Godzilla X-Kong, the first one? Yeah. yeah I didn't hate it. it. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so I think this is just going to be another fun movie. They're going to overdo it. Um, I mean –
1: the preview looked see Godzilla versus Kong at least like there were only two monsters to focus on really i mean yes there were other monsters but not cra- not a crazy amount they introduced you to that underground world already in that film it just feels like a lot it feels like they they're really going to have to this movie's going to have to be really good for it not to be absolutely ridiculous uh, maybe they'll do what uh, Fast and Furious did and just embrace it to the point where it's good and people somehow like it.
0: We'll see. We'll see. That, that I don't know how people like those those new Fast and Furious movies, bro. They just they do not look good, bro.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've I've not watched them, so not sure. Uh, all right, next one. So Godzilla vs. Kong, April twelfth. So you'll get it right before summer, guys. Uh, next one, it's coming out earlier. Damsel, March 8th, coming to Netflix, starring our very own uh, of Stranger Things fame is, oh my gosh.
0: Why can Millie Bobby Brown.
1: Yes, thank you. I am slow to... So Millie bro. Bobby Brown is in it. Uh, we've got Nick Robinson, Robin Wright, Angela Bassett uh, all in it. And the whole point of this story is that this young woman is she's getting married, but she finds out that the family that she's marrying into, the royal family, right? She's going to be a princess. Uh, they're going to use her as a sacrifice, like a blood sacrifice to, I think it's a dragon. And you see her fighting the dragon. And it's her story of coming back uh, as a pretty much like an action hero throughout the film, maybe to get vengeance on the family. I'm not sure. It looks a little more lighthearted than a than a Kill Bill style revenge film but i'm sure she's gonna get her payback in some form or another coming to netflix march 8th so i'm gonna give it a peep it's for free absolutely gonna watch it millie bobby brown is great to watch on screen so i'm i'm pretty interested to see how this movie comes out
0: seems like she's not a damsel in distress right she's just a damsel
1: yeah yeah
0: who's gonna, gonna cause what some stress
1: they call it that, eh? i see big brain <laughs> What, what's, what does he say in Pulp Fiction? Look at the big brain on
0: Brad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, that one looks interesting. Definitely going to watch it. I'm sure they definitely did the whole damsel thing on purpose.
0: Oh, yeah. Actually,
1: Jason, have you ever heard of Code 8?
0: Code 8? No, never heard of her.
1: So it <laughs> was, oh, was pretty good. Uh, love, so it was a series – if i'm not mistaken of short stories on the dead streamer that had like short eight minute episodes of things that became its own movie at one point uh starring Stephen amell of the arrow series so they're making a part two netflix is funding this one it's coming out february 28th a lot of fans the fans made the first one happen and now Netflix is jumping on uh, the bandwagon with them for the second part. I don't know anything about the first one, but I wanted to give it to our viewers in case you are a fan of Code 8. Second part coming out February 28th.
0: Yo, that looks cool. Oh, dude, I think I saw like a TikTok like, skit of this where they have like robotic police, like AI police and stuff like that. Yeah, I think so. That's what it looks like to me. And I think I yeah, remember our-
1: superpowers as well. He's got some kind, some kind of like superpower thing going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what it looks like. Cause if she's like, I don't know, doing some weird stuff. and like <laughs> <eating something laughs> those
1: I w- Could you do that again? Just one more time. <laughs> that I don't was- know. For those of you who are only listening, he's holding his hand out as if he's grasping something, uh, and just like putting a lot of pressure in his face, so it's getting re- it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, it looks like
0: uh, farting, I guess. Yeah, or, yeah. or uh, her about the, running to the
1: right, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one that actually I wanted to name two that already came out as well, but we'll talk about those in a minute. Uh, did you see the preview for the new installment to the alien franchise, Alien Romulus? It's set between the first alien movie and Aliens. Uh, so between the Ridley Scott version and the James Cameron version, Romulus is set to come out. I don't know a lot about Romulus. I just know that it is directed by Fede Al- Alvarez, um, and it is set between the two. It's going to focus on a group of young people from a distant world who encounter the xenomorphs, and the film is going to take place in an unexplored time. And so that it can have its own fresh start. You can see the ship that we see in Alien, oh my gosh, in Prometheus, uh, the prequel to Alien, on the cover of it as well, if you look it up on Google. So I think it's going to make a lot of connections to some of the films. I like the Alien movies. I haven't seen them all, but I like Prometheus. I liked the original Alien. The James Cameron one was a bit much for me, but it's. A fan favorite so i'm interested in watching this one what do you think jason uh
0: yeah um i like the alien movies um uh, i low-key liked alien versus predator but that's just me whatever i did too i did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i know people hated it but i i had fun uh watching it um prometheus never finished watching it um i remember i didn't know what it was about i didn't even like i was just like Prometheus. what is this they're on a planet and then i remember watching a little bit and I'm like oh it's alien okay cool um but never finished watching it, but I heard it was good too. So uh, I think I highly recommend it. Yeah, I'm not like a huge fan of Alien, but uh, um, I don't. I don't think I've. I think I have seen the trailer. I can't remember. Uh, looks interesting, you know. Uh, definitely uh, something. Something definitely I, I would be down to watch. Um, come August 16th, if there's nothing else.
1: <laughs> okay, you added that caveat in there. If there's nothing else. Uh, as
0: well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't know. Who knows? Maybe a. a um, uh, Tarantino comes out just with a surprise film, and that's his last one. You know, it comes out on sixteenth. I don't know who knows.
1: You you never know. You never know. Uh, next one would be uh, Expats coming out January twenty sixth, which I believe is on uh, Amazon Prime. Expats stars Nicole Kidman. It's a drama series. Uh. It's about a woman who loses her child in Hong Kong. Now, I don't know a whole lot more about the details, but it looks like some of the characters in the show know what happens to their son. And I think it's going to be somewhat of a situation in which the what happened to the son slowly unravels over time. And I, I bet, if I'm willing to guess, it's going to have one of those shock endings or just a very depressing end, but it looks like it'll be a very good story to play out. I'm interested gonna on, in this series.
0: It's going to be on Prime Video, right?
1: Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure it's going to be on Prime Video. Uh, coming out January 26th, so oh. very, very soon. Uh,
0: some new new updates. Uh, Prime Video, I think, is set, I think, this year or this month. I can't remember. Uh, I saw an update on it, but uh, we're going get, to be getting ads now.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, wow.
0: I don't know if they're gonna be like during like when you're watching your show and like oh, we're just gonna jump into an ad real quick you know so so we're going backward now we're going backwards going backwards <laughs> and then uh all the other big streaming platforms are merging together because uh if you have disney plus i don't know if you guys noticed, there's a beta version out now for hulu uh so you can actually have access to hulu from disney plus you just hit the beta version, and then you have access to all the shows that are Hulu. Uh, You can't watch live TV or anything like that, but you at least have access to Hulu if you did it before. We saw this coming, Disney bought them out, you know, so um, all of the mainstreaming platforms are just going to eat up all the other ones. Like, hey, if you want to watch this, you got to pay a hundred and something a month, and then we're back to direct (laughs) TV. Yeah, it's
1: uh, all going to be the same thing all over again.
0: uh, It's hilarious, so
1: Well, it was fun while it lasted. We got some great stuff without commercials for a while, so there's that.
0: Yeah, or, you know, pay more for no ads, right? So it's just, you know, one or the other.
1: Not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Let me see. Next one would be Land of Bad. I feel like you'd be interested in this one, Jason. It is starring Liam Hemsworth, Russell Russell Crowe, Luke Hemsworth, It is about a failed military operation and they're trying to get them out. Russell Crowe plays uh, the man behind the drone that is trying to pretty much be the guardian angel for, I think, the lone survivor of that mission or, if anything, the only one he has contact with while they find the rest of the survivors. Uh, This is coming out February 16th in theaters. I'm interested to see where this story goes. It could go really well. Um... I definitely want to see what they do with it.
0: Yeah, it looks interesting. Um, might want to catch that. It looks like an action packed. So I'm all yes, for it.
1: All the way through. All the way through. Yeah. Uh, next one after that. Anyway, uh, Land of Bad, February 26th. And then next one would be Miller's Girl. Have you heard of Miller's Girl, Jason?
0: I can't say I have. This
1: one is about a teacher who befriends, which teacher is Martin Freeman, uh, who befriends his student, who is Jenna Ortega. And what Jenna Ortega's character does is that she tries to manipulate him and she puts him into situations that look as though he is having a relationship with a high school student. But he's not. But he's not. Uh, but it. It very much treads the line in which he should have thought through. You can already tell he should have thought through the situations he put himself in uh, before he befriended this girl. Uh, because he did show favoritism to her. He did meet with her. It looks like he meets with her outside of school. Uh, nothing happens, but he meets with her outside of school without any other witness. Uh, as a teacher, I can tell you that is absolutely not something that you should do for this exact reason. Uh, It can look like something else. And from what I'm seeing in the commercial, she is trying to blackmail him for that and ruin his life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All because I think she wants to get an A or something like that. I'm not sure what her motives are. Uh, besides the fact that you know she wants to ruin his life and she's got a friend who's egging her on to do it
0: so that, I, i'm interested yeah. in
1: watching this movie it looks messed up it looks messed up
0: that is messed up <laughs> uh, that sounds interesting too like a very drama filled uh suspenseful thriller type thing it sounds like yeah exactly uh, it what it seems like this movie might do is like um is he though? Like, is he having a relationship with her? Like, or something? You know, I don't know. I'm going to against the question
1: the, they're going to make everyone ask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the commercial, it looks like nothing has happened, and he tries to take control of the situation by being an asshole, mm-hmm. uh, which works even more against him because it gives her reason to be more intense and blackmail him, and and say that something happened. So I. I I'm, I'm interested in watching this one as well.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds interesting. Uh, count me in. Sign me up, coach.
1: And then the last two that actually have already come out are The Shift, which I think is the one that is a metaphor or, well, a retelling of the Job story, right, by Angel Studios. It came out December 1st. It's already in theaters. I, I thought we'd give it a little more uh, a little more love on the show since I'm not seeing a whole lot of information on it. As well as uh, a show on Hulu that came out on the twentieth, December twentieth, called Dragons of Wonderhatch. Now this looks like it's for specific viewers because this one is about a girl who dreams about being an anime. It's Japanese, and she ends up opening a somehow opening a portal to this anime world. So half of the show is in anime, and the other half is in live action. And you can see the crossover, and sometimes it looks a little bit cringy, but I think it's meant to be that way. It's meant to look that way. Uh, definitely looks like it could possibly be a family-friendly show, but also a pretty a pretty good show for people who like anime or any any kind of uh, stuff like that in that culture.
0: That live-action blue dragon looks pretty cool. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: it looks, the 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 CGI on that dragon is pretty dope.
0: Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it looks interesting. I'm seeing like different pictures. I'm like, is this all one thing? Uh, which yeah. if it is, that's that's pretty crazy. So,
1: yeah, it jumps between anime and live action a lot. Like in the preview, it's just constant jumping back and forth.
0: And just this, this, this is a movie or a show?
1: It's a show, it looks like on uh, oh, yeah, season
0: one on Hulu. Okay, okay, all right, all right, I'm
1: yeah, yeah. This one looks interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see it. So those are all of our current 2024 previews. There's many more than that. Uh, that's just what we wanted to give you guys. Jason, you got any previews for us anymore?
0: Uh, no, that's it, man. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you you covered it all. Any uh, everything that's coming out, uh, pretty pretty close. So yeah, good job. <laughs> all
1: right, uh, let's jump into TV land. I know you watch some stuff. What'd you see, Jason?
0: I sure did. Uh, so we haven't spoken since before, uh. The, the Christmas weeks. Um, so, uh, before I left out of town, uh, Jamie and I ended up watching Klaus, uh movie that you had recommended. Um, but uh, also Jamie had put it on her queue and she saw like a lot of great reviews. So we ended up watching it, dude. And, uh, yo, very, very good. Very good movie. Animated film available on Netflix. Must watch. Um, It'll make you feel things for sure. Yeah, I, I didn't cry, but I, I kind of wanted to. I kind of wanted to. Um, about,
1: uh, Klaus's wife, what are you talking about? Klaus's wife,
0: I mean, there's just moments, you know, I don't want to ruin it for people, but you know, uh, it was, it was really good. Um, JK Simmons plays uh Santa Claus, right? So it's, it's just the origin story of Santa and how he how the story became uh to what we know it now, uh, which I thought was a very interesting take on it and uh you know based off of mailman too like how he got him started and stuff like that i thought it was awesome uh and you know you hate the 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 antagonist protagonist sorry is first like an antagonist but becomes a protagonist uh which you like to see you know character development and whatnot all that stuff uh but very good feel good movie man uh very great to watch with uh kids and family uh, or even by yourself, man. It's, I, I highly recommend it. And it's a great Christmas movie. I will say this, I am going to be watching that probably once a year as well. So, uh, Yeah, we watch uh,
1: it every year. So. Yeah, so it's going to be
0: my Christmas But yeah, man, it was great.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, it also stars Jason Schwartzman. He is Jesper, the, uh, the mailman. Yeah. Norm yeah. McDonald's in it. Rashida Jones also voices. J.K. Simmons is Klaus, as you mentioned. So Definitely a pretty good cast. Uh, very good Christmas movie. Uh, so next year, guys, check that one out for Christmas. I know we just passed the holiday season, but it's it's a good watch, and the animation is very nice. It's, yeah. I feel like Netflix has really hit uh, a good a good stride with animation, uh, and this show was one of the first ones with it. So, Or this movie was one of the first ones with it. Yeah,
0: I agree. The animation was dope. So, yeah, overall, man, I'd probably give you like an 8.7, honestly.
1: Yeah. Great film. Yeah, the great next film. one you saw, I've been wanting to see, but I want to watch it with Gabby. So I'm waiting to watch that one. Uh, tell us a bit about Rye Lane, Jason.
0: Yeah. Rye Lane, man. Another great, uh, I thought that was a great film too. Um, another one that Jamie had on her Q and just had seen and recommended it. Uh, we were kind of tired that day and then we we're like, Oh, something short, nice and short. And it's a pretty short film. It's not, it's not long. Although it felt long, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, it just follows these two characters um one of the, the male character ends up going through a breakup and she runs into him and it's just the other day of, of him help uh, her helping him uh get over this relationship but it takes like a span of a day but it's all it's 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 pretty crazy because <clears throat> it feels like a wes anderson film uh based off of like the the, the scenery and stuff like that uh, which was really interesting um but the stuff that they do all day like it it was very comedic i didn't think it was gonna, like i was not expecting it to be this funny i laughed a lot um but just good moments and uh characters two characters uh may or may not fall in love you know so um amazing uh uh they're based off of london i don't know somewhere in somewhere in uh the uh the uk um so it was a little hard i did uh honestly their their accents were kind of um if I'm being completely honest, a little hard to, to catch on because uh, they were just speaking really fast. And I was like, oh, uh, but hey, that's what uh, subtitles are for. And I love it. find me if you want to. But uh, subtitles on movies and TV shows are a must, in my opinion. Um, yeah, you're the same way.
1: You <laughs> messed me up. I never used to watch them with subtitles. Now I can't not watch them with subtitles. I have Dude. to. Have- like, yeah. wait, he
0: say? Wait, go back. Go back. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm the same person. I'm the same way. And I'm like, wait, what do you say? Like what they say? And. I didn't hear it. Uh, so let me, you know, let me uh, just give me the subtitles and I won't ask that question. I'm like, okay, that's what they said. Cool. So, um, but highly recommend it, dude. Uh, it, very easy to watch. Again, it's not a long movie. Uh, I believe the runtime is uh, under two hours. Um, but yeah, it's a great feel good movie. It's comedic, it's a, a beautiful cinematography. I, I, and um, 8.3, yeah, maybe higher, honestly. Um, definitely recommend it, dude. I, I like watch it tonight or or this week at least. I don't know. Don't watch it tonight; you might be tired. But uh, watch it this week for sure.
1: No, no, tonight. Staying up all night, work. Who needs it? <laughs> who needs it. <laughs> all right. So you said eight point what?
0: Eight point three, but I think I might be higher. Probably eight point five.
1: All right, catch that um, on Hulu, guys. Riley, yeah, it. it is. It's a love story, right?
0: It's a love story. Yeah, yeah. But uh, just the way it, it's very a uh, nice, fresh take to it. On it, uh, honestly, it's like very—I want not say very different—and you know, it's similar to a lot of things. But a guy goes through a breakup; he's crying. She sees him crying in the stall and tries to decide to help him out. The female character, very outgoing person, and she's just awesome. Uh, so it was just kind of cool that they—they they, really—they worked really well together. Uh, the chemistry on—you can tell their chemistry on scene was amazing because you just kind of you just felt it.
1: You—you you could you could see them actually being a couple
0: yeah i i see that like i in my head they they are a couple you know <laughs> uh but yeah man uh you have some stuff uh, for us that you that you saw as well
1: uh yeah i I've, I've got a few so I'll, I'll go into them first off i watched uh, blue eyed samurai on netflix it imagine kill bill met anime and you would have blue eyed samurai because, my gosh, it is gory. It is hard to stop watching. And you just, you you, you can't believe what you're watching in the moment. Kind of like Kill Bill where you're like, oh my god, this is happening? But it's so badass. That's the whole time you're watching that show. There is, there is an action sequence in this show that I, and I will maintain this. You can quote me on it later. It rivals live action scenes in any movie that I can think of. It's that good. It is. Yeah, that- I've, heard,
0: I've heard nothing but great things. Uh, a lot of people that I saw that, uh, like uh, influencers that I watch on TikTok that talk about movies and sh- TV shows, uh, like their end of year list, uh, for TV shows, they said that that was like one of their favorite ones this year. So. Um, I'm very excited to watch that. Uh, Jamie's not really much of an anime person, like cartoon. Uh, even if, it, even though I tell her that some of them are really good, um, so it's going to be one of those where I have to like watch while she's asleep on my phone or something, you know. Or it, uh, I'll have to figure out. I'm trying to figure out when to watch it, but uh, it definitely is a must for me. I'm, I'm really, really trying to watch that show. Uh, so I'm glad that you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I would say it doesn't have a typical anime feel, so she might like it.
0: Okay. Okay. It, well, it, it has I'll a more
1: see- serious tone, so you, you could definitely tell her that as well.
0: I was trying to get her to watch Invincible. I told her it's uh, just like uh, the boys in a cartoon version, but uh she was like, "Nah." <laughs> yeah,
1: some some people aren't into animated. That's okay. Yeah, that's good. All right, but yeah, I would Blue Eyed Samurai as a show so far, season one and nine point. I don't know, nine point two. Mm. I, i it even the season finale like it leaves you with a cliffhanger but you got enough closure to be happy with what you saw but you're like i can't wait to see what happens next there's so many open questions even though they answered a lot of what you wanted to know from the first season
0: all right well yeah i'm excited dude i can't wait
1: all right uh next for me family film that came out this holiday season and one of the only original stories to come out lately, really, that's uh, that they're trying to do as a tentpole, was Migration from Illumination, the story of those ducks who migrate.
0: Oh, yeah. I've been kind of wanting to see that, to be honest.
1: I really liked it. I thought it was a fun movie. I hope people went to go see it. I hope it does well. I hope it has legs uh, in theaters, uh, because Illumination did some fun stuff with that movie, and the animation is beautiful, so I, I really hope that they they uh, they get some good information out of that. I hope they get a possibly a nomination. Uh, we'll have to see what what its competition is. I know Spider Verse is out there, so
0: yeah, that's gonna win. They're not gonna yeah. win,
1: that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna win, but but I hope they get a nomination and acknowledgement at the very least. Uh, Migration was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and they have a short film. Uh, or a short story that comes out before the movie, which tells us what happened to Vector from the original Despicable Me.
0: Oh, sick, dude. I love Vector in uh, Despicable Me, man.
1: Oh, you get a whole seven-minute uh, short short uh, story for him. So that was, that was too. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. It was pretty funny. It was cute.
0: Is any um, on the movie?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah it is uh the story is about him trying to get off of the moon so
0: oh nice that's all uh
1: but yeah go check out migration if you guys haven't watched it if you got kids it's gonna be a real easy watch uh lots of fun and it's about just getting out of your shell and seeing as much of the world as you can because you don't have you know the world isn't gonna wait for you right the world does not wait uh, there's never a perfect time it's never gonna be completely safe. you just gotta you gotta take the plunge and try new things.
0: So yeah yeah and can't leave the world behind you know what I mean so yeah
1: or you'll get left behind. yeah yeah So migration out in theaters please go watch it guys. The next two we've both seen uh, we're gonna go with leave the world behind first came out on Netflix. Starring Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali, uh, we've got Kevin Bacon and Ethan Hawke, the Hollywood twins. Um, so, Jason, how'd you I feel? feel like, about Leave the world behind.
0: I feel like I did. I didn't talk about it in uh, the last time we recorded.
1: I don't think so. No. Uh,
0: okay, I, I think because I was talking about it too much on our group chats, and I I gave my opinions about it. Um, Leave the world behind. Um, it was a movie, you know. It was uh, a movie, it was a it, movie, it was a movie. Uh, dude. It felt like uh, I, I don't know how to say it. The happening, I don't You never seen that happening, right? The M. Night Shyamalan yeah. film. I feel like the M. Night Shyamalan film actually had a lot more stuff that happened. Um, this movie, like, no, to me, I don't think anything happened, like, nothing happened. Like, um, there was a lot. Like, a, Quite a bit of suspense, like what, the, like what the fuck is going on? And the ending was just kind of, to me, it was just like, that's it, like that's whack. Like I didn't like it. Right. Uh, the more, I think, the more I think about it, and the more I watch this movie, I'm just like, I didn't like it, man. I didn't like it.
1: They leave you on a, a heavy cliffhanger ending. Uh The audience score on this one is agreeing with you, my friend. Audience score for this movie is 34. percent uh, Critic score is seventy six percent. So uh, audiences didn't enjoy this one. I didn't enjoy Leave the World Behind. It is. It's pretty much about a terror attack that is aimed at trying to turn Americans against each other by re- taking away our electronics, our ability to travel, and get information, so that we can turn on each other by assuming the worst. Uh, so. I'll tell you why I like this movie. <laughs> so I I have well I have been well documented for saying that I one day would like to be a doomsday prepper. I want to be prepared if the world ends. And this movie, it was just everything that I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, those are the things that could happen. That's why I want to be ready. That's why I want to have my own generators and uh and an underground bunker See, the whole time i was watching the movie that's all i could think throughout the whole thing like when the son gets bit by uh, a tick and he gets he gets some kind of illness from the tick i was like right. i should have medicine i should have some medicine ready somewhere i gotta be ready to raid a, a pharmacy if i have to <laughs> that was my whole thought process through the whole movie i couldn't stop thinking it so i enjoyed it through that lens um I could see where how you feel like nothing happens because it's it's a lot about how the family reacts to each other. Uh, right. It, it reminded me a lot of the original Night of the Living Dead where they have to do a lot of trust and communication and they don't. And that's what ends up turning people against each other. Uh, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. But yeah, I, if, if you wanted like full on action, there's not a whole lot of that. There's about one scene where it almost happens, but then doesn't. Uh, it's, it's more of a commentary on uh, what if this happened? How would actual
0: people react and what would they do? Yeah, they're not like over-exaggerating it. Um, I think uh, just one thing personally, like, and, and and who knows, maybe this this might be right because um, all the satellites were taken out, like all electricity and I guess um, what it's called, like radio waves and stuff like that are, are completely gone pretty much. So do animals really react that way uh, if, you know, electric fields are actually affecting the way flamingos migrate or the way deer act around humans? Like, what was that whole point? Like, and it was probably symbolic, right, to, to something. But like that one scene where all the deer are just like walking up on the like Julia Roberts and her daughter. And I'm like, okay, so it may, because it, it makes you think, it's like, all right, something else is happening, clearly. Uh, it's not just what I thought it was, like, all oh, the underworld and like, settlers are going out and well they
1: were talking about how uh animals change their their migration patterns according to yeah. certain things that happen and that was yeah. why you saw all those deer i think the deer i'm sure they represent a little bit more than that because they had the deer come out pretty often yeah um, like, was- i know they deer- go ahead
0: yeah yeah i'm sorry yeah i don't mean to cut you off I apologize but um yeah, like I understand like the migration patterns changing, but like the way the deer were acting towards the humans. Yeah, they might change their migration patterns, but are they still going to act like that around humans like that? I don't I don't know, man. I mean, I I've never I've, I've only seen a couple of deer and they always try to stay away from us and I almost ran over some, but that's about it to my deer knowledge, but um I don't want to think like deer's would like walk up to humans like that, uh even though their migration patterns change. I don't know, it's just that's just me.
1: Yeah. I it was it was an interesting movie i i understand why you didn't like it that's why i was like please tell me more because like i get it but i was just i was i was just fascinated with with the concept if that yeah. makes sense. i was more fascinated with the concept than with the story itself because i was like oh this is this is interesting tell me more about what would happen if the world ended <laughs> What do I need to prepare for in 20 years? You
0: know, yeah. I like the idea of doomsday prepping. I think we all want to be doomsday preppers, but you know, I,
1: now my family never, thinks I'm a weirdo, and that's okay. They'll all come to me when the world ends.
0: Also, not, it's, kind of like the, it's probably not the best idea to tell people that you want to doomsday prep and you're starting a doomsday prep because guess what? They're going to come after you when they find out. It's like, oh. Luigi was talking about how he's prepping all this stuff and having generated stuff, so we gotta go crash in and uh, uh, his place and take all the shit. Yeah.
1: Well, see, they'll know by that time. I'm gonna have like a whole barrier set up. They can't just get up in my place. People. (laughs) people. Uh, But yeah, it was. I mean, I'd give it what a six point five.
0: Give that bad boy like a four point two. Maybe three, three point
1: eight. Nice guys. I think he wants to give it a one, but (laughs) (laughs) well,
0: because there is moments where I'm like, all right, cool. Like fuck Julia Roberts, you know. I'm like, what this? What a bitch. Um, but like in in a good way.
1: being obnoxious.
0: Yeah. Like, what's her what's her problem, man? Chill the fuck out. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, that's all I really have to say about it, dude. I don't know, man. It was just. Very disappointing.
1: It is what it is, right? Yeah. Uh, let's go on to the last uh, feature that we're going to talk about in today's episode—one that we both thoroughly enjoyed. Iron Claw: The Story of the Von Erich Brothers uh, from Wrestling. What did you think of Iron Claw?
0: Yo, man, it was amazing. Another eight twenty-four film, and uh whew, dude, it was gut-wrenching heartbreaking dude um phenomenal film um i really love zach Efron's performance dude it, it didn't even feel like i was watching zach Efron; it felt like i was watching uh kevin Eric. well i mean i don't really know kevin Eric like that i didn't know i didn't know much about the Von Eric's until after the film i looked it up and their story is way more heartbreaking than what it was in the movie
1: yeah it when you told me about they had another brother who also uh, committed suicide. I was pretty surprised. I I think what you said about Zac Efron. I felt like I it, that was the same with everyone in that movie. Except oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they all really were into the role. Uh, you can easily forget that they're famous actors. Is is the point there because they're they played the role so well. Uh, I think this is. I really hope that Zac Efron gets a nod for this one as well. I think he did a fantastic job, and the most the most impressive part about the performance is that a lot of it is body language and facial expressions, because those brothers, especially Kevin, are not very vocal. They they're not talkers. Uh, I think one brother was, the rest of them weren't big talkers, and he has to show a lot of his feelings. And his, uh, just his acting through facial expressions and body language. And I think he does a great job of it.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, David's character played by, uh, Harry, yeah. You said Harris, Harris Dickinson did amazing, bro. And the dad, bro. whole uh, but played by Holt um, um, McElaney. Oh, <sighs> fuck that fool, bro. Fuck the dad, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he was,
1: he would set the brothers against each other. And at times you're not sure if it's on purpose, but by the end of the movie, it is, you can tell it's on purpose. It is definitely done with intent so that the brothers can fight for uh, acceptance and love from their father. Uh, Holt McElhaney, am I saying that right? McElhaney? uh he's i always remember him from fight club as the the guy with the man boobs you remember that oh what?
0: that was him i didn't know that bro that's crazy
1: yeah 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 i always think of him so when i saw him i was like hey fight club! <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's crazy
1: yeah yeah it was it was definitely a great film to watch really sad story like my god it's depressing I will say not to ruin anything that you you do get a good ending out of it uh, as much of a good ending as you can, but this story is a heartbreaker. Another A twenty four film, man, we are just giving A twenty four all of the clout today. But uh, it's another A twenty four film. Highly recommend to watch it. What would you rate it, Jason?
0: Uh, this film, uh, I definitely give it like a nine point one. Um, a little fun fact. Um, uh, Chavo Guerrero, um, famous wrestler, um, actually, uh, from El Paso, uh, taught, um, the choreography, um, and wrestling to the actors. Uh, so nice little nod there. Shout out, El Paso, Texas. Um, I didn't know this until I think Jermaine said it in our podcast. So I just wanted to definitely just shout out that representation from El Paso, you know?
1: EPT, that 915. I got you, baby. Um, all right so what would you rate it
0: uh 9.1, 9.1, like, 9.1. yeah uh also what blows my mind dude lily james bro um kevin Moneric's wife uh great dude, she, dude she's a she's a great actress bro and, and so i i don't watch downtown abbey but uh my, uh my girlfriend does and um she was like she's like unrecognizable dude and she also played pam in pam and tommy the series on hulu that came out uh in 2022 which i recommended for you to watch that um bro i was like wait that's her (laughs) i totally forgot yeah like dude again unrecognizable she does an amazing job as well so shout out her uh especially like in a very uh male heavy cast uh you feel for the mom but you also kind of uh the mom's character but uh, also like it's kind of the, the the mom's fault too for like not like talking to her husband and like and like hey you're you're too rough on these kids you know
1: The mom was rough on those kids and no, no.
0: The, the mom talking to the dad like she should have like and, backed them up yeah yeah and you can just kind of see her like how hurt she is by the end of uh by the end of the film like where she you know um she just like kind of lost lost herself I and mean, that's what happens when you lose kids you know when you have to bury them before you know uh before they bury you um last scene got me Fucking balling, bro. That shit was so sad. Brothers, oh, or, Kevin, or yeah, Kevin's watching his sons' uh, uh, sons play together, and he just starts uh, crying.
1: I used to be a brother, and now I'm not.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I used to be a brother, and now I'm not. He had five brothers, dude. That is. Oh no, four brothers. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No. That. That line was. That one was a heartbreaker. Yeah. I mean, as bad of a. Well, not bad. As cold of a mother as she was, uh, the scene where the mom can't put on the dress the second time, Oh, time—that one was rough. That was yeah. rough.
0: Gosh, yeah,
1: I couldn't deal with that one either. I was yeah, just
0: hoping, like I was hoping, I never have to wear this again. Will people even notice that I'm wearing the same thing? You know, like oh my god, you oh that is well,
1: and the father yeah. unfazed. I don't know. I don't know if he was, I don't know if he was affected in real life, but in the film, he's portrayed as unfazed by what happened to his sons, and just like, all right, on to the next one. You're like, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, dude. I felt
1: like he never gave Kevin a fair shake. Um, He always questioned him. He never respected him. He always put, if he had the opportunity to do so, he was putting his other brothers above him. Uh, I thought that was very disrespectful and just bad parenting. God, he was so unlikable. Was so unlikable in that
0: film. <laughs> dude, I do, for real. And, like, he just, like, yeah, I get it. You never became a world champion, but so you're going to live your life through your kids, and you just went too hard on them, dude.
1: Yeah, and, you know, when Kevin sells the ring, the, the stadium, the arena, the arena. Yeah. His dad was still trying to stop him. That's amazing to me. Like He leaves it to him, but then questions everything he does.
0: Yeah, unbelievable, dude. But yeah, great movie, great film. I highly recommend it. You will all enjoy it. Bring some tissues. Uh, what, what did you rate it? I'm sorry, did, did, did you ask you that?
1: I have not given it a rating. I would give it a 9.2 as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. By, by far, um, definitely would have made the top 10 list of my 2023, if you guys haven't checked all right, that episode out go ahead and check it out we kind of did a different ranking system where we all um right ranked it, yeah ranked it one through ten if you got if you ranked it the number one movie it got ten if you ranked it the number two nine eight seven and so on and so forth so where we got the most points ended up being our best uh movie and shows we did that with shows and music and stuff so if you guys haven't checked it out thinking you find it very interesting let us know what you disagree with uh what you like let us know some of your favorite movies or, or shows that you might recommend for us um yeah i really i really did have uh enjoyed that episode having uh being with uh jermaine and eric for the the the, the roomie awards i think they call it right room 303 so yeah shout out to them
1: they call them the roomies okay yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they were i mean i i liked the year interview that was pretty fun uh definitely check that one out guys but that's it for us today. Uh, Jason, you got any shout outs? You got anything you want to plug?
0: Uh, no, just a uh, uh, happy New Year's to everybody. We uh, can't wait to watch more stuff and talk about it with you. I uh, hope you guys uh, 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 have a you know nice New Year's resolution. Uh, I'm doing dry January this year. So you know we'll see. Hopefully I can keep it going forward as we go. Lose some weight. I got a couple weddings I, I I'm attending to. Um, oh, another thing. Um, I think it's okay to say uh, my my sister uh, gave birth uh, on March uh, <laughs> December thirtieth. Yeah. Janet, congrats! Yeah, she, she's doing very well. The baby's doing very well. Janet's doing very well. Uh, uh, two pounds, three point six ounces. So very small baby.
1: She's uh, she's a little creamy.
0: She little creamy. She
1: Looks like a cutie. Uh, can't wait to meet her.
0: Yeah, me, me neither, dude, and I'm just so happy right now because um, I'm getting text updates every day, and they're saying she's doing great, so breathing on her own and stuff like that, so uh, I can't wait uh, to meet my new niece, man, so um, hopefully in a, in a couple months, I can come down and visit her, and uh, we'll see. What about you, brother?
1: Super happy for you, man. Uh shout out to everyone who came to visit and shared with us in our holiday celebrations. Uh, Big shout out to my cousin that I just recently met, Jelian, and her husband, Rafael. Uh, Can't wait to get to know you guys a little bit better. Definitely want to see you guys more throughout the year. And hopefully next year we'll be spending Christmas together again. Sweet. We love you. We appreciate you guys. We're going to see you next week for another episode of Revenge of the Pod. Peace out, guys.